0: now for a few tales from the road. I'm Doug Wallace from Travelright.today. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome to the beautiful island of Jamaica. Do you know that joke? It's about my friend Wanda. Ask me about it later. No, we're not going to Jamaica anytime soon. But we are going to Madrid. This week's how-to is all about how I fought jet lag and won. One day, I went to Madrid for the weekend. I was sent to a photo festival to deliver some books to Photo Espana. And to avoid getting jet lag, I just stayed on the Toronto clock. So my body didn't have time or a chance to adjust to the European time. I had dinner at 11pm, just like all the locals are at that time. Seriously, the the Spanish are still ordering dessert at midnight anyway, right? Their kids still a rake, running around, nobody calling child services. So... It actually worked perfectly. And then I went to the bars until about 5 a.m. and then I got up at 2 p.m. and spent my morning looking at art. Then I did the same thing for the next two nights in a row. It worked perfectly and I got into such trouble, but boy, was it fun. I admit I had to medicate a little bit to make it work, but that really took the edge off, didn't it? Seriously, there are three things that help fight jet lag. For overnight flights, The second you step on the plane, you have to tell yourself, it's currently 4 a.m. where I'm landing. The power of suggestion can work wonders for resetting your inner clock. Don't eat anything. Don't have a couple of drinks. Just tell your seatmates to climb over you if they need to and go right to sleep. Number two, when you land, try to adjust to your destination's time as quickly as possible. If it's the morning, have breakfast. If it's 3 p.m., go shopping. If it's midnight, go to bed. You should resist the urge to give in at any time and have a nap. It will just make things worse. But if you absolutely have to lie down, make it for no more than 90 minutes max. Number three, a week or two before your trip, try the Jetlag Genie app. It's designed to help you regulate your body clock before you even leave home. You plug in your flight details and it calculates your current sleep cycle, so that you could acclimatize to your destination's time gradually. And that's long before departure day. The app puts together a timetable that tells you when to go to bed, what time to set your alarm for, when to nap, etc. It's basically trying to nudge you closer to your upcoming time zone for just $3 at the App Store. iOS only, apparently. Wait, I'm not finished. There's actually a bonus jet lag tip. And it's also this week's travel essential. It's the Human Charger by Valky. All right, Mr. Music, please. Everybody laughs at me, but I swear the Human Charger resyncs my circadian rhythm like nobody's business. You wear LED light earbuds that send UV-free white light to light-sensitive receptors in your brain. Via your ears, yes, I know this sounds improbable. I argue to anyone that will listen that it's not just your eyes that are attached to your brain, right? Absorbing the sun's vitamin D through your skin seems to be okay when you're depressed, right? Inventors of this little thing, they claim that topping up with light boosts your energy and mood, and I kind of have to agree. This is good for athletes, business people, anybody who travels a lot. This cuts my jet lag by one third. I'm not kidding. It's $300 and that's at Amazon. Visit humancharger.com. And today's hot hotel is the Town Hall Hotel and Apartments in Hackney, London. Yes, that's the cool part of town. And if you haven't been already, you need to try it out. There's really good value here because the rooms aren't shoeboxes like they normally are in London. You actually have some space. The hotel was formerly, you guessed it, a town hall. So there are meeting chambers and nooks and crannies and all these weird little corners. All very old world elegance. Granite flooring everywhere. Tons of wood panels halfway up the walls and such. But the decor is wild. It's quirky art, retro antique pieces here and there mid-century modern furniture kind of bridging the gap a really inventive use of the space there was a goldfish you could rent for a pound or two a night if you happen to be traveling solo I thought that was kind of cute not sure whether it's alive now but you get the quirky picture the destination restaurant is called the typing room and that's because it used to actually be the typing room make sure you book well in advance like before you leave home and ditto for the wine bar at the front We sat there and watched a little still in the corner, spinning away, making some kind of spirit out of some sort. The town hall has a gym and a pool, and you can bring your dog. Just make sure he doesn't eat the goldfish. From $250 per night, and that's townhallhotel.com. So we're in Singapore, and I'm trying, trying not to eat so much, but that is not working. And my pants, they start to not fit. It's no big deal because they're stretchy, but they're getting really, really tight. But then one of the must-do things there is eating chili crab. So we ask around for the best chili crab in town, and the consensus, it leads us to no signboard seafood in the Geylang district. The name refers to the early days when grandma couldn't afford a sign. So then when they could afford the sign, there was no need. The name stuck, and now there are four locations. There's also no fuss at no signboard. It's like one big outdoor patio with plastic chairs and they're all full. It's one of those places that has alligator and frog's legs on the menu, but everybody's eating lobster or crab and quite daintily as well. A server brings big bottles of beer in a cart and halfway through drinking mine, there she is at my elbow again, this time transferring the beer into a fresh frosted mug. I have never seen anything like this kind of service. And she does this all night, and with a smile on her face too. My hat is still off to this woman. When the famous crab comes, we get our bibs and we dig in. It's really, really good. But I should have used something way bigger like a barber cloth or a truck tarpaulin because my trousers, they have to go in the wash when we get home. But not the dryer, because then they really wouldn't fit. Singapore is a foodie's wet dream, and you'll hear more about it another day, because man, I ate that place up. Embrace the chili crab, yeah? Because the world is your crustacean. You can read all about it in the newest issue of In Magazine. That's inmagazine.ca. Here's this week's piece of my mind. My pet peeve today is that when you're a visitor, you better act like one. Americans are the worst for this. No offense to anyone, but this is not news. That's why Americans soak Canadian flags onto their luggage. Number one, when you're abroad, and I mean on another continent or even just an hour or two away, don't compare everything you see to what you have at home. You can, but just keep it to yourself. No one wants to hear about how everything relates to your life. The Belgians don't want to hear about the new microbrewery that opened up down your street in Raleigh and how good it is. It probably isn't. Number two, don't break any of the laws. That Scottish guy in Dubai who touched that man on the hip? Nuh-uh. That's kind of an iffy one. What about those university kids in Siem Reap who went to jail for all that blasphemy? Good for that cop, bloody blasphemers. The rules, however much you don't like them, apply to you. Number three, no pulling faces. Don't make a face if you think the food is weird. Just eat it and shut up or push it around your plate and hope no one notices, especially the host. Number four, don't take pictures of anyone's kids without first asking. Number five, look up the word humble in the dictionary and memorize it. Then act it out if you have to and practice it before you go, but leave the swagger at home. Did we really get to five? Hmm. My message is, when you're not at home, please realize that you are a guest in someone else's land and act accordingly, or you'll just come off being a jerk. If you actually are a jerk, keep that to yourself. And that's a piece of my mind, however small. I guess today's moral is, when you're a jerk to the beer lady, your beer is just going to get warm, isn't it? Nobody wants that. That's enough for today, my God. How you people indulge me indulge yourself once in a while yes there's no better way to do that than by going to the airport that's good advice find triple your inspiration at travelright.today thanks for listening and please share this with your friends i'll pay you